0: Destination the is the stars. Hello, I'm Shane Thomas. This is the Sci-Fi Roundtable Podcast. And today I'm reading an article called Keeping It Real by Stephanie Barr. As a rocket scientist, especially one that writes sci-fi and fantasy stories, people are always asking me how I like this or that latest movie. Please don't ask me, or rather do ask me, but get somewhere comfortable, because depending upon the movie, this could take a while. It might be like the Iron Man movies and I just turn off the physics part of my brain. Superhero films use superhero physics that have little or nothing to do with reality and can just enjoy the characters and the effects. I can enjoy Star Trek movies without rolling my eyes at the weird way they deal with momentum. Most of those movies aren't really about the physics, but about the characters. Movies where the physics are at the heart of the story, however, are a bit harder for me to handle. Here's an example. My sister, Shakespeare, reminded me of this by mentioning two movies that came out at nearly the same time and based on the same concept. Deep Impact and Armageddon. My sister thought the reason Deep Impact was overlooked was in the title or at least in part. Me, I think Deep Impact was just fine. I think the real problem was that it was actually realistic. The biggest thing that irked me was that NASA, which really should have known better, let the Armageddon crew film in NASA facilities and slap the NASA meatball on every visible surface. Normally, they're reluctant to do so, and I don't think it was used in Deep Impact, or at least it was less prevalent. So here is this apparently NASA-endorsed movie released at the same time of another movie. You'd think it was more true or believable. Well, you would be wrong. Let's figure out why, from my memory, so don't expect perfection, especially since I've been trying to scrub Armageddon from my mind for some time. Deep Impact. Detected impactor years ahead of time and focused on a single plan from scratch to get it done. Even with the best will in the world, this would have been a challenge. The fact that we have, in the past, done the incredible Apollo, Gemini, Mercury, in short term with focus and on the right minds, says it's not impossible. Armageddon. We find out weeks or months ahead of time. Believe me, we're completely boned. No way, not even the Russians or using military resources. Even if we had rockets handy that could send something that big that far, we couldn't do it. We have nothing to put people in that could take that. Deep Impact. Select astronauts have been training for this difficult and challenging task for years. Duh. The unknowns alone mean that we would need talented and capable people who have extensive experience and can adapt to ugly new challenges. Armageddon. Ignore your talented astronaut corpse and drag me in some oil drillers from an offshore oil platform, letting them call the shots and saying you can train them effectively in low-to-no-gravity suits in a matter of weeks to use a hand-operated drill on a new surface. Brilliant. After all, we all know the offshore drilling is done via hand-operated drill, and I know if I was going to drill on the far-distant asteroid, with only one chance, I'd be much more comfortable stressing the drilling experience. Because, after all, drilling expertise is almost unknown, whereas familiarity and training in space gear and suits is a common skill. I've worked with many astronauts, know how dedicated these people are. They are capable and confident people who also know how to keep their egos in check for the good of the mission. This movie offended me on their behalf. Armageddon. They launched a handily available titanium shuttle and refuel it at the Mir space station, which they accidentally blow up, that has apparently grown large cryogenic fuel tanks somehow. Then they store up enough hydrogen-oxygen fuel in their shuttle and zip off through the meteoroid-laden space, dodging meteoroids, Then they land on an asteroid. After landing, they are trapped in the payload bay and shoot their way out of the titanium shuttle bay with a convenient machine gun on the rover. All right, folks, do I have to explain how idiotic this is? The Mir didn't have tanks or any way of filling up a shuttle. And spaceborne cryogenic tanks are not an easy thing to whip together, even for the innovative Russians. Shuttle engines can't be started in space, which is why they aren't being used for Ares. The shuttle has no tanks, none, and no place to put them since the payload bay is filled with drilling equipment. Since meteoroids come screaming through here at 20 to 70 kilometers a second, that's 40 times to 140 times the speed of a bullet. Even Han Solo couldn't dodge them. As for the machine gun, oi, even my ex, redneck that he was and complaining about my complaints, looked up at that and said, all right, that's stupid. Deep impact. None of that kind of stupidity, so I couldn't compare it. But they did show people planet-side making some hard decisions that you would not like to see free people having to make. I personally think the fact that they did this was what made the movie less than successful. People didn't want to believe that necessity might mean hard choices. I also think it's what made this movie realistic. People think nature is gentle. Think of Hurricane Katrina. Think of the recent earthquake in China and all the children lost. Think of Hurricane Mitch. Think back to the tsunami that devastated the rim of the Indian Ocean two years ago. Nature is not forgiving, and physics has no pity. Deep impact. For all their planning, things went amiss, and the crew had to sacrifice themselves to make a second opportunity that was partially successful. This is exactly the sort of thing I could expect an astronaut crew to do. No muss, no fuss. Just do what they could to save humanity. And to me, perfectly plausible. Although complete destruction was avoided, a pretty horrible prospect remained that will kill millions. Armageddon. Our drilling crew, after screwing up repeatedly in the natural buoyancy lab, gasp, screws up and our oil drilling hero decides to stick around to save humanity, although people try to talk him into leaving. At the last minute, it blows up, but the rest of our heroes can go home to an untouched planet. Oh yeah, I'm so buying that. Other movies that inspire me to write blog posts nitpicking details included Gravity and Red Planet. Y'all think EVA is way more capable than it is, folks. And as for being able to cross vast distances, eyeballing targets, going 8 kilometers per second, and arriving there safely. Pardon me while I smack my head on the desk. The irony is that movies like Avatar get panned for being ridiculous when much of it is based on sound science. Superconductors exist and could, in a world with high magnetic fields and high metal conductors, behave much as demonstrated, though they'd have to be room temperature superconductors, which we haven't found yet. Oh, and that name for the material, unobtainium, that y'all laughed at? The joke's on you, since that's an inside joke for those in the aerospace world who know that SR-71 developers called the material that could take high stresses and temperatures, but be much lighter than steel, unobtainium which ended up being titanium, which doesn't mean you can't have a great story with bad science or that having great science means you have a great story. But it does mean something when people, especially those with limited understanding of the methods and limitations of science, walk out of the theater and think they can apply what they learned to reality, because reality doesn't care what you think you can do. I think it's Drek like Armageddon that makes it so hard to accomplish things for NASA NASA knows life is like deep impact, full of tough choices and real physics. Politicians and the populace think that it can all be taken care of with bailing wire and guts, which are relatively cheaper. Problem is, it can't. And NASA is often blamed for not living up to expectations that are unrealistic or worse. Politicians send NASA down blind alleys and make demands that detract from real and useful endeavors. What a waste. I think this is pertinent on many levels today. People want things cleaned up, someone to wave a magic wand and have it all go away. Reality bites.